to this week's episode of Dum Dum Die, an all-female, all-awesome D&D 5th edition homebrew podcast on Wednesdays. But on Tuesdays, the base of that podcast is created right here on this interactive Twitch stream and interactive because you as the chat are my co-GMs. My being me, being Carla, being the GM, and we're in my world of Kalendos on the continent of Astra with my amazing players. Hi, I'm Wednesday and I just got back from work. I also, in this podcast, <laughs> play Lauren Skyvale, uh, the Azamar Paladin. Hi guys, I just got back from walking my dog slash horse. And my name is Nelly and I play Carrie Nightingale, the half-elf sorcerer. Hi, I'm Nina. I also just came from work. I play Andermach, the changeling druid for the campaign. And you are here on a very special evening because tonight is our last Tuesday live stream for this year. Other than that, for the rest of uh, this year, we're going to be replaying the Comic-Con panels so you can enjoy those once again. And they will be on the podcast as well. But that is in the future. What is happening right now is our adventurers are walking to a skyport because that's where last week's cliffhanger was. Real, real exciting stuff. Chat is saying, Skyport, where you can murder people as long as you do it quietly. That is on the sign <laughs> for every Skyport. You are walking. You have passed the doors of the guild. You've noticed that uh, people are shuttering their windows when they see you and they're whispering and pointing. Zetu is walking with her head held high, but she is walking briskly. You are surrounding her, not like intentionally, but just in the way you're walking. And you are heading to the Skyport, which, as you can see, as you're rounding this corner, well, not rounding the corner, but as you're passing the guild hall, Lauren, you can, you can probably recognize it. But in the distance, what the others might mistake for clouds, if they're not au fait with the Skyports, are three white... Um, oblong balloons which are the zeppelins that's not the right word right it's an oval oblong is rectangular oval is elliptical okay yeah i I thought that after i said it as we are approaching the skyport lauren is sort of slowing his step a little bit because he's feeling a bit reticent so despite the fact that he's still quite sour about previous events and he was huffing and puffing all the way to the skyport now that he can actually see it he is slowing his pace a little bit yeah can everyone just roll perception for me as you leave the last bit of town there are guards here once again they let you through 18 three five as i don't see any we do not see anything (laughs) This is just for flavor, so sorry, Lena, that you wasted your 18 on flavor, but here you go. As you pass the guards, you sense that fear that had enrobed the town. It's almost as if the town breathes a sigh of relief as guards notice Zetu is leaving. That's rude. (laughs) As you continue walking, uh, probably about two and a half kilometers uh, down the road, you're you're making fast time. Everyone's probably covered in a fine sheen of sweat because you're walking briskly. Even though you've left town, Zetu and Lena, you would notice this. She's not holding her head as high. Now she's just focused on getting there. Whereas before in the town, you felt this feeling that she was trying to show that she's okay and they're not bothering her. 
but now she's just walking normally, but still quite briskly as she's trying to get to the skyport as soon as possible. You can all feel that she is slowing her pace for you guys. Particularly, probably a Lauren in all his armor. You carry on walking, and as you sort of pass the horizon viewpoint at about like two and a half kilometers, everyone starts to see the zeppelins. There's three rising up as you walk closer, and you notice that each one is on top of what looks like a metal ice cream cone shaped buildings, and there's a circular pathway around going to a fine point at the bottom and then the base is wider at the top underneath the zeppelin and those are at about two stories high and at the base connecting the three ice cream cones for want of a better way to explain it between the first two because they're uh, next to each other there's an archway that states the skyport it says skyport in multiple languages You see it in Elven, you see it in Halfling, in all the different languages. And underneath there are gates and a ticket stand where you imagine someone would be sitting when you arrive. Lauren, you would know that once you go through the gates, you have to first buy your tickets because uh, the skyports are quite fancy and they don't just let riffraff chill inside the skyport. No loitering. That's also why it's far away from the... well far away from the town, uh, aside from the fact that it's transportation and needs distance, but also because they don't want random drug people from the, you know, taverns to be like, oh, look at me climb the skyport fence. <laughs> the people from Joesburg that do that, okay. Yeah, it's, it's Joe. <laughs> yeah. It's Joe and, his, Joe and his family. Hence, there's no skyport in Joesburg slash affluence. So, Lauren, you would know that there's that gate around connecting the three ice cream cone pillars, basically. And that gate has magic. It's got shocking grasp built into it. So it's an electric fence gate. And inside will be a very lovely lounge. Generally, you can expect a lounge, various kiosks, selling different things, all generally very expensive items. And then the entrance, you know, each cone leads to the different Zeppelin lines. One would be for the coach that goes continuously sort of every four hours. And then the other two would be private landing ports. This is what you see as you progress forward. I'm going to pause and look around because I don't think I've... Actually, I, I haven't left the town before, so I'm taking it all in. Visually, it's quite a lot. But I'm, I'm still walking, but kind of looking around as well. So hopefully I won't bump into anyone. Lauren is going to turn to Zetu and in a very palty way say, my lady, should we travel coach to ensure that we are not, so that we're not too conspicuous? She stops and she looks at you in your full plate armor and the other two. And she says, that's actually not uh, a bad idea. Let's go. Because it's a world of adventurers. Full plate armor is not bizarre. I told you I was normal. I mean, <laughs> that's not to be determined, Lauren. So, I'm going to look around for the horses because uh, riding coach is something that means something very different to her. So she's um, a little confused at the moment. And she'll turn to Lauren and say, what, what, what do you mean? 
I thought we were going to the sky. This riding coach, what does that mean? Is there, is there like a coach that's going to take us? But we're already at the skyport. Andromar, coach describes the class of flight that we'll take into the sky. So we're traveling as commoners would travel up to top as you call it. Does that make more sense? But why didn't they just say that? Why didn't they just say we're going to take the cheap flight up? Why do you have to go and use confusing words? Zetu says there's no such thing as a cheap flight. That's why it's not cheap. Definitely with Zeppelins, that's that's very true, ma'am. And I look at at Andrew Mark and say that it's it's one of those things that require lots of money and rich people like using different words. I kind of say that softly towards her so it doesn't, so no one else hears. So yes, North Star, even though it is very posh, they do still have coach, but coach is still above a lot of people's means in, in, in the world. She continues walking and then she stops and she turns and she says, well, we'll go coach due to the fact that, um, there's four of us, and I would not like to lose half of my uh, money that I brought with me on on a flight. However, I doubt we will be inconspicuous as I travel here a lot. Ah, oh, that makes sense. And she carries on walking, and then she stops again, and she turns, and she says, I expect that we will be met with the same kind of ignorance in, in the Skyport as most of the people who work in the Skyport live in the town of Leif. We'll protect you if we, if we need to. Alaren is going to dig around in his pockets because now he's looking for gold. There's no way he wants this lady to pay his fare up into the sky. And now, a week later, after his robbery... <laughs> Lauren is like, I should have money. Yeah. A week in game time. It's been like two months in playtime. So he's going to look around in his pockets. You that don't have to roll anything. You find his pockets. No, I will tell you exactly how much gold he has. He oh, has oh, three person. gold pieces. Ooh. And they are the three that Kira gave him as they exited Joesburg. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I got that from the mayor. Yeah. Then I gave it to you to hold on to. Yeah. Lauren is in shock. He turns to the lady Zetu and he bows low. And he goes, apologies, my lady. I will have to impose upon your generosity. But please know that all your gold shall be repaid once I return home. And then I hand her the three gold pieces. In shame, Lauren is, is glowing Aww. because he's ashamed of himself. I almost forgot. I almost missed the glowing, but now when it's back, it hit me in my eyes. I'm like, oh yeah, this again. <laughs> Zetu blinks. She was not prepared for that, and she gives you back your three gold pieces, and she says, "Helping me seek justice for my." And you almost heard her say the word, start the word vengeance, but she she changed it to justice very quickly mm. for for my husband's killer. Then we shall be even. And she, like, shields her eyes and she says, uh, no need to feel embarrassed at all. It's it's really not a problem. And she turns to you, Andromach, and you, Kira, and she says, and whatever gold you were going to give me, don't worry. That is uh, not necessary. I shall be paying for everyone. 
I'm going to bow as well and uh, very graciously because I, I just suspected that's what she was going to do. But I was prepared to pay for myself and I'll just say, my lady, thank you very much for your generosity. It will not go waste, not be wasted. But in the back of my head, I'm thinking, I, I don't need her to kill her. Kill my, She can't kill Isaiah before I talk to her. I need to like nip that in the bud. Anderbock wasn't going to bow, but now since everybody else is bowing, you see Anderbock do this like really awkward bow and go like, um, I, 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 don't, I don't know how much it costs, but you know, thank you in any case. Um, I've, I've I'm going to look at her. This is exciting. I'm going to be, you know, like you have embarrassed parents <laughs> when their kid does something in public. You know, that's my face right now. Guys, I'm so sorry. Lauren was so ashamed of himself. It killed my internet. <laughs> it yeah. actually just... It's so yeah. perfectly in character. <laughs> it's Lauren's that opposite of that person who disappears when the bull is is coming. <laughs> he disappears if he if if he hasn't put enough towards the bull. That's that's the good good guy Lauren is. He's like, I'm so ashamed oh, that wow. I only gave three gold pieces and all my worldly money. <laughs> Lauren, actually, roll for me insight. Let's see if you can tell if you knew when your stuff got stolen. 13. You know the money is gone. Probably stolen because you can't find your money purse. But when that happened, who can say? So and sad. I'm even more ashamed of myself because I've allowed myself to get robbed. Unless, I mean, it, it could have fallen off in the combine harvester fight. There was some slicing. So potentially it, it fell off in the field. I feel like a man should be responsible for his, <laughs> you know, his money. And <laughs> I've just lost it. That's not cool. As Lauren has this financial existential crisis, <laughs> you are going to approach the Skyport. As you get closer, you realize that what you thought was just plain metal is actually what appears to be wrought silver. Lauren, you would know that it's just silver plated, but it looks fancy. Each of the bars are decorative in nature. So they're not just a plain pole. They're like twisted. And in the middle, there'll be a, a design of some kind, usually relating to the balayage whales or to zeppelins themselves. On one or two, they appear to be a finely intricately carved and wrought into the silver is a very dashing looking humanoid, what you imagine is the captain as they're holding a, a telescope and are also wearing a very fancy hat. The ones with the pilots are on the two pieces of the gate nearest to the ticket booth. If you try to look between the bars, you actually can't see what's inside the skyport. It almost looks as if the shocking grasp and the magical energy has created a almost like a fog, a, a magical fog that creates privacy for those inside. In the ticket booth behind the ticket seller, who is a, a human male, there are different drawings of the different zeppelins and their timetables. This is done through drawings rather than through language. So the numbers are there mm. for the time, but there's no language. Although you can very clearly see the pricing because everyone knows what a gold piece looks like. He initially starts to welcome you in four different languages. So he starts in common, then he moves into Elvish, 
and then he moves into Orkish. And before he's moving into the next one, you see that he notices Lady Zetu and he stops speaking. I might like stand like slightly, slight, slightly just to the side, but diagonally behind uh, Lady Zetu. It almost is like a slightly intimidating thing just to say like if he has any, any issues, make it clear she's not alone. Andromach notices that the guy stopped talking and you know there's this uncomfortable moment where you kind of just glance between the two parties and you're trying to figure out what's going on right now. So Andromach is going to like look at the and uh, she'll look back at uh, Zetu and look back and oh you know her. Chat over or under? How spicy is this guy going to be? Over it is. And he says with a lot of venom beneath his tone, he says, who can say who really knows Lady Zetu and her family? And he's going to sort of oh. sit back. And, he, and then he's going to lean forward and he's going to say, if you even are Lady Zetu. Oh. You Did Alarm like pick her. that up? I don't think it was subtle. Yeah. Oh, was, no, but know. still, did a Lauren pick it up? I mean, even if you um, <laughs> roll a percentile for me if you get over even fifty. You did. No, a Lauren did not pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Go. I rolled seven. Kira is going to say, regardless of who you think she is and who she truly is, she has gold. And do you not just take gold for your job? She looks at you and she says, "Well said." And then she hands over that skill of people with a lot of money, but who don't like to show off how much money they have. She slides over a lot of gold coins, but very quickly. So you're not sure exactly how many went across. And she puts it in a silver tray that is in front of him. And the tray almost dissolves the gold into it. And you hear a clinking in the distance as... He doesn't handle money. No gold pieces reappear on the silver tray. He looks over to where the sound of the clinking came from, and he turns back and he says, oh, we're traveling coach. Makes sense. And then he says, it'll be leaving in the next 20 minutes. And then he gestures to his right, and the one bar on, the, on his right, so your left, with the train conductor almost peels back like a curtain making an archway for you to walk through and you can now see into what appears almost to be like an atrium so there's a glass roof between the cones and the zeppelin's flight pads and within is a lot of topiary and beautiful greenery and very lush garden-like seating. So it's it's all made out of metal, but it's very lush and comfortable. And on top of them is cushions. You see some kiosks uh, that are selling different things. Some are selling food. Some are selling drinks. Some are selling what appears to be items that look like the figurines, essentially, from the wrought silver fence. And there's a few people bustling around, but Lauren, you would know this is a very large space. So this mm. space is probably a hundred feet in circumference, so in circular. Mm -hmm. And there are probably 15 people, which knowing that a coach is leaving in the next 20 minutes and that there are private Zeppelins is very little. Everyone can roll perception for me. The diameter. 
Not circumference. 17. Andermach is currently absolutely lost in thought about that little scale that the Gorkwens just disappeared <laughs> into. And she's desperately trying to figure out how does that work? What happens if your hand touches? Does that also disappear and reappear oh. somewhere around there? Because uh, I rolled a one. You know what? <laughs> because you were so fascinated by the money collection plate, which I'll have you know is in every uh, Skyport, you have come up with a story for yourself about what the ticket vendor is like. And you realize it's a sad story. The ticket vendor has a crippling, and I'm going to read this exactly as it's spelled, because you guys come at me, but also I feel like this is a thing that I'm going to add into my world, has a crippling or cane addition. So it's an addiction to a, an arcana, arcana drug called Orcane. And he cannot be trusted with money after he stole so much from his employees that the sky coach nearly went under. Luckily for him, the Sky Coach is owned by his parents, so they couldn't bear to turn him out on the streets. Instead, the father, who you imagine is named Abernathy Elforth, invented <laughs> the perfect portkey magic so that his son need never be allowed to handle coins again. This is the story and, you have created in your in your mind. As wow. an arc- is, is he like stand tall and turn back to the to the ticket booth vendor and she's gonna look so sad. Gonna look- Oh shame, man! It's that, and she's gonna turn around and look very dejected. <laughs> Which actually makes what I was gonna make Zetu say to him probably make a little bit more meaning for you, Lena. Now that you know this story that you've made up in your mind. As an Not aside, more. that was from North Star, so showing rec- oh, recognition. Wow. North Star, lovers. Yes, um, wow. Also, cocaine nice. is totally a Arcana-based drug in, in this world. It is now canon. As Zetu passes him, she says, Ferex, I know your parents. And they would be ashamed. And she just walks through. Andromach is going to walk up to to the, the, the ticket booth in her ankle. Just hang in there. It, it's going to be okay. And then she walks. You're going to knock on his booth and just like <laughs> lean back through the fence and knock on his window and be like, it's going to be okay. Um, I got distracted, but Kira got 17. What did you get, Laura? I also got 17. You once again feel that tenseness that is like sort of pervading the atrium. It's coming from the people working in the kiosks who look a little bit dejected and you can see they're bored they're usually much more busy and each of the passengers seems to be they're carrying a lot of luggage almost like the amount of luggage you would use to move cities and they all seem very tense with a natural 20 very few people in the atrium recognize Lady Zetu as being Lady Zetu because you can see from their clothes Kira and Lauren that they're all probably going to fly coach with you. So they probably okay. have not interacted with Lady Zetu as much. Um, she... Lauren is going to just say, I think we should head to the Zeppelin. So you can go to the Zeppelin. Lauren, you would know that the coach is usually the one furthest away from the ticket booth as they would like to keep yeah. the rabble near the back of the atrium. Whereas <laughs> near the front of the atrium, where you can also notice that the seating is better and the cushions are better and the kiosks look like they serve better food Ooh. and more expensive items. So the front two port pads are for 
private and sort of mid-level travelers. You can walk to the back. As you do so, you see the fence and it's created, uh, like someone in chat said, a privacy screen through the magic so you can't see out. And then that fence goes into the glass atrium. You see the wrought iron cone point and in mm -hmm. it is a large door. The door is a steel airlock kind of looking door. And then you can see from being this close to it and being inside that the outer points of the cone, and Lauren, you would also know this, are actually like a ramp that go around for people to place their luggage on. It's also for maintenance staff to easily access the Zeppelin. If you open the airlock door, you will step into a square steel box that is going to carry you up to the top. I'm really digging this, Carla. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> That's very cool. Very, very cool. Lauren is resigned now that we're so close to actually boarding the Zeppelin. He's completely resigned to having to go up there. So he looks just as dejected as Andromach does when she thinks about that poor ticket guy. I'm going to walk over to Lauren and say, it's okay, Lauren. He'll be fine. I'm, I'm sure of it. His family will take care of him. Lauren is trying to think now. Okay, so what Lauren thinks Andromach is doing is talking about him. So he looks back at her and he says, right there, that, that's the problem. His family will take care of him. <laughs> oh. And he looks even more dejected. Families are so important. They, they, they have to. If, if, if you know, not, not all of us are so privileged, you know, and, and I just feel that if he made better choices with his life, then he wouldn't be in this position to start with. It almost looks like he's about to cry. That's how sad he looks. Uh, because now Andromach has just told him he's made terrible choices in his life. Like she barely knows him. He's like, oh my God, he made all these terrible choices. Like Andromach completely misunderstands this. That's okay, Lauren. You, you, you don't need to feel so, so bad about it. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure everything's going to be okay. And... And I just kind of look back at the ticket booth. <laughs> I am going to have not seen any of this <laughs> at all because uh, I, I think I was focused so much on the idea of finally meeting Isaiah. But if I had been watching this, I would have been eating some popcorn. Setu is just looking at the two of you awkwardly and <laughs> says, perhaps we should wait on the Zeppelin. And she's going to lead towards the airlock door and is just hoping you follow. Lauren is going to follow her and it's almost like there is this cloud over him, over his <laughs> usual brightness, because now he's not only depressed and dejected, he's proper emo as well. Yeah. And poor! And his family's going to take care of him. Take care of you the Sky City way, as long as you don't make a noise. Chat says, if you just make better choices, Andromach is a mom. Master of guilt-based attacks. <laughs> and then Grin and Gargoyle says, Kira is like, I choose to ignore these weirdos and do something else. I look like I'm like deep in thoughts and I almost like, I look very heroic. Like I'm getting closer to my destiny. Like I'm finally getting to the peace that I was missing all this time. So I'm like super in my own zone and ignoring all that. As you open the airlock door, it swings inwards towards what you realize is a steel box large enough for 10 people to stand in, but they would be quite squashed. There is a plush velvet carpet 
Although you, if you look closely, you can see that it's a little threadbare in some places, specifically, you know, the corners of the box and the center. You assume this is obviously where more people stand. Everyone, please roll Arcana for me. 12. Matt, 20. Lauren's so consumed by guilt and shame at all of the terrible life choices he's made up until this moment. Rolled a four. Only Kira realizes, um, and it makes sense, that when you pass through the bar, the train conductor figurine actually emitted almost like a magic signature on the four of you. And then you realize that the airlock door, as you pass, is sending out a detect magic and almost uh, it's looking for that signature. And you realize that the airlock door would shut and probably keep you in the box and suffocate you if you tried to sneak onto this box. If it didn't detect the magic sigil. I have questions. What happens if there are actually people in the box that all belong there and then somebody sneaks in and then the thing closes and then they all die of suffocation. The guards would come if Hopefully. in enough time. Like they won't ever let you actually die, but it's just enough to make you uncomfortable so that when the guards do arrive, um, you're not going to be at 100% of your strength. As you step inside, the airlock closes and seals and you realize that it's actually two airlock doors, uh, one outside and one inside. And you start to feel the ground shudder as you start to move upwards in this box. And you hear a lovely voice uh, emanating from the box as it says, Welcome to the Skyport. Today your destination is Il-Urinus above the city of Leif. Welcome passengers of Lady Zetu. Please note your captain for this flight is Led Elforth. Please do enjoy your flight. Estimated time for takeoff is 15 minutes and your arrival is estimated in approximately. And then this sounds almost electronic as she goes, four hours. And the airlock door opens up. Chat over or under. With the 51, it is over. As the airlock door opens, you step into and there's no other way to describe it but Cheap opulence. So, Andromach, you think it's it's extremely opulent. Kira, you recognize that it's very well done, but, uh, you know, the materials aren't the finest. They're like cheap knockoffs. They look like it could be velvet. It looks like it could be, you know, very fine chairs, but it's the cheaper version of it. Lauren, you realize that it's the cheaper version of everything. And in some places, it's even potentially off cuts of the original like carpeting or the original cushion covers, but it's still very, very nice. This makes Lauren feel worse because he feels like he is his family's cheap knockoff. This is the second time he's traveling coach and the last time was a huge mistake. Maybe this time is also a huge mistake. Maybe he's a huge mistake. Maybe he should just be discarded like those pillow covers. This oh, is not going to. <laughs> okay, this then. is probably not going to make you feel any better, uh, <laughs> because with the over, you see. So the passenger side. So what you can see, mm-hmm. is probably fifty feet deep. So from where you are standing, from the entrance to the back, where there is a door, which you assume leads to the captain's area and the crew's area. It is fifty feet deep, and across it is forty feet across. 
at its widest point, but it is a oval, so it, it does um, go a little bit smaller near the door, and it's a little bit smaller near this door. As you step in, the airlock seals behind you. You realize there's no one else in the passenger section except two guardsmen who are walking towards you. Lady Zetu looks at the three of you and she says, uh, we might need to prepare for a fight. As the two guardsmen approach, because you can see they're starting to not draw their swords, but you can anticipate they're anticipating resistance. As the one booms out and says, Alaren Skyvale, you are under arrest. <laughs> and that brings us to the end of this week's episode and this season of The Shadows. I love it. I actually oh, thank heavens I'm not a Lauren right now. <laughs> Sucks to be you, buddy. I'm sorry. I'm so cool. Zetu looks shocked. Men out there in life, just for future reference, even in a fantasy world, if you run the night before you're supposed to get married, you're going to end Maybe up getting arrested. The, the Your fiance is going to oh, put okay. you in jail. She's just going to put you in jail. <laughs> as she, as one should. So that's going to bring us I to don't the I deserve this. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I had to do a cliffhanger ending as well for Lauren because Wednesday is actually moving countries and I need you to come back. So I I, I wanted you to feel like I had to mm. come back for Lauren. I have to come back to cry in prison. Yeah. Like, <laughs> in prison. Let's let's have a fight. Who has oh, does someone wow. have firebolt? Oh, Stassi had firebolt. Uh, I was gonna say yeah, guys, you should Wait, fight on. in a Zeppelin using firebolt. Yeah, oh, yeah that's that Led Zeppelin. In Led Zeppelin. In Led Zeppelin. Oh, I have fireballs, guys. Actually, I do. Yeah. Please use yeah. it. Next but season. you know what? There is no stairway to heaven if a Lauren gets arrested. No. <laughs> I don't need your stairway. <laughs> this is this is a zeppelin to heaven. North Star Those says last time I checked, leaving someone at the altar is not actually a criminal offense. It's supremely douchey. It depends on who that person is. But not illegal. Mm -hmm. Chat wants to know where you're moving to Wednesday. You're... I I'm moving to the United Kingdom. It sounds more adventury that way. The United Kingdom. Remember, if you enjoyed this, share it with your friends, close families, and familiars. A huge thank you to my players. You make everything an adventure. Please, everyone, have a safe and wonderful, adventurous festive.